1967, New England, USA. 18-year-old Susanna Kaysen is strapped to a gurney. She's given five milligrams of Valium IV. She vomits, suggesting aspirin fragments and vodka. Her wrist shows heavy bruising. Professor Gilchrist, Susanna's married English instructor lover, watches. Susanna tells Dr. Crumble that the laws of physics can be suspended and what goes up may not come down. Crumble thinks Susanna's stoned, asking if she takes any drugs. Susanna says no, yet she's unaware of what she's feeling. Crumble says Susanna needs a genuine rest. She's hurting everyone around her. Top-notch mental hospital Claymore is nearby. Susanna's mother, Annette, watches from her car as Susanna's cab leaves. The driver, Monty Hoover, says Susanna looks normal. She says she's sad and sees things. At Claymore, Hoover tells Susanna not to get too comfortable there. Susanna's the only senior not going on to college. She plans to write, determined to not rebel or end up like her mother. The principal says modern women have more choices than that. Susanna disagrees. Nurse Valerie Owens introduces Susanna's new roommate, Georgina Tuskin. Susanna unpacks and Georgina sees a box of Gaulois' cigarettes. Susanna believes that the French resistance smoked them. Lisa Rowe is admitted with police escort. Georgina quickly grows tearful. Lisa makes animal noises, saying it's good to be home. She casually surrenders contraband and weapons to staff, asking after Jamie. Lisa demands to know who Susanna is and why Susanna's stuff's on Jamie's bed. Soon, Nurse Greta prepares a syringe for Lisa. Georgina says that Lisa was best friends with Jamie, but Jamie was sad because Lisa disappeared so Jamie hanged herself. Nurse McWilly gives Susanna pills to help her sleep. She is given them in a small cardboard cup. Susanna learns how Polly Clark burned her face. She was ten and had to surrender her puppy because it caused a rash. Polly poured petrol on the rash and lit a match. Susanna remembers asking boyfriend Toby how he'd kill himself. When he wants to change the subject, Susanna's offended. Toby says if some draft zombie pulls his birthday out of a barrel, Toby's going to die.
His birthday is December 30th. Susanna says she'll pray for him. Toby's birthday is called. Another patient, Janet Weber, breezily tells Susanna Toby's dead. Lisa finds Susanna, bums a smoke, and asks if Susanna's had her first therapy session with Dr. Melvin Potts yet. Susanna has Melvin in half an hour. Potts tells Susanna Toby probably has months before he even reports. Potts asks if there's anything he should know about her suicide attempt the previous week. Susanna says she was never unsafe. She was trying to make the time jumps, the depression, the headaches and the thing with her hand stop. She can't understand why she's in a mental institution. Lisa convinces a nurse she's complying with medication, then reveals to Susanna the tablets still on her tongue, grinning. Susanna does the same with her own meds. Daisy Randone is denied colace laxatives. Susanna has two colace pills available. Lisa then tells Daisy to pony up some Valium. Daisy yells for Valerie. Daisy tells Susanna she doesn't take Valium. Lisa calls Daisy a laxative junkie. Daisy claims eating anything but her dad's rotisserie chicken makes her puke. Lisa hurries Susanna, so Daisy puts three Valium on the bed. Lisa takes the Valium, and Daisy takes the laxatives. Lisa discovers rotting chicken carcasses under Daisy's bed. Apparently, how Daddy knows Daisy's eating. Susanna's father, Carl, asks how long Susanna's in Claymore for. It's almost Christmas, and he's wondering what he'll say to their friends. Susanna labels it a little holiday cocktail Christmas party crisis. Potts tells Susanna's parents she has borderline personality disorder. It's common in young women, but its causes are unknown. When Potts answers Susanna's question and says it's five times more common among those with a borderline parent, Annette starts sobbing and abandons the meeting. On Daisy's last day, Valerie takes the girls to Eccles Ice Cream Parlour to celebrate. Here, Susanna ducks Barbara Gilchrist. Then Barbara approaches Susanna with high-achieving daughter, Bonnie. Barbara hopes they put Susanna away forever. Before long, Lisa tells Barbara to relax. Lisa says it was just a sex act Susanna performed on Barbara's husband, warning Barbara not to point her finger at crazy people. Janet then barks like a dog. 
Georgina starts squealing. Daisy angrily slaps away Bonnie's ice cream and Susanna chuckles at the general ridiculousness. Valerie makes Lisa release Barbara's wrist and stops Janet barking, later confining Lisa to the ward. Toby visits. He ships out the following week. Soon, he and Susanna are alone. To prolong the couple's alone time, Lisa intercepts Nurse Margie, who's running checks. Lisa threatens to cut her own aorta, holding a pen to her neck. Valerie arrives and says Lisa's aorta's in her chest. Valerie suggests Susanna and Toby get a cup of coffee, since Susanna has grounds privileges. Toby leads Susanna to his car, wanting to flee to Canada with her. Susanna reminds him she attempted suicide and that she has friends at Claymore. Polly's freaking out that she's ugly, so Susanna gets a guitar and Lisa drugs McWillie. Both girls sing outside Polly's door and Polly stops sobbing. The music attracts an orderly called John who returns curious patients to their rooms. Then Susanna starts kissing him. Next morning, Valerie says she's writing Susanna up. In session, Dr. Sonia Wick learns Susanna's friends have hitherto been mainly men. Wick tells Susanna someone who's compulsively promiscuous might engage in a sex act with a guest and then in another sex act the same day with an orderly, adding that Susanna's progress has plateaued. Susanna's ambivalent. Wick says it suggests Susanna's torn between two opposing courses of action, making available to Susanna an open dictionary. Susanna withdraws the word, but Wick thinks it's perfect, asking how much Susanna will indulge in her flaws. If she does, Susanna will commit herself to hospital for life. Valerie wakes Susanna, then drops her bodily into a bath full of water. Susanna says she and Lisa were trying to help Polly by singing. Valerie says Susanna's not crazy. She's a lazy, self-indulgent little girl who's driving herself crazy. Susanna says Valerie's just a black nursemaid. Lisa and Susanna hitch a ride to Daisy's apartment where they'll crash till they get flights to Florida. Daisy learns Susanna has Valium and opens the door. Daisy asks if the girls escaped. 
Susanna says they're going to work at Disney World. Daisy demands Valium from Lisa, who finds fresh cuts on Daisy's wrist and arm. Lisa says here's Daisy in so-called recovery. Daisy says her father loves her. Lisa insinuates this is incestual love. Daisy says Lisa's jealous because she got better and was released. Lisa says they just stopped trying to fix Daisy. Daisy's just taking Daddy's money, fattening her up like a prize heifer. Daisy says have fun in Florida. In the morning, Daisy's found hanged. Susanna calls an ambulance, but Lisa goes through Daisy's pockets and leaves. Susanna sinks down the wall, sobbing. Susanna wishes she'd apologised to Daisy. She'll never know what it was like to be Daisy, but she knows what it's like to want to die, how it hurts to smile, what it's like to try to fit in, but you can't. When you don't want to feel, death can seem like a dream. But seeing death makes dreaming about it ridiculous. Without Lisa, Susanna began to feel again. Susanna sees Wick three times a week, sharing every thought. She asks if she can be home by Thanksgiving. She's in control, off meds, no headaches, and is sleeping soundly. Susanna discovers everybody in the tunnels. Lisa says they're reading aloud Susanna's journal. They've learned that Susanna thinks Georgina doesn't want to leave. Polly never will, and that Lisa's criminally insane. Susanna writes that Polly's sweetness is a desperate attempt to make it easier for everyone else to look at her. Susanna asks what Lisa's doing. Lisa says she tries to give Susanna everything she wants. Susanna wanted her file. Lisa got it. Susanna wanted out. Lisa got her out. Susanna wanted money. Lisa found her some. Lisa says Susanna returns to Claymore all sweetness and light and sad and contrite and everybody congratulates her on her bravery. Meanwhile, Lisa's at the bus station selling sex acts for cash. Lisa says Susanna doesn't understand freedom. Susanna's gonna choke on her average, mediocre life. Susanna shouts, Lisa needs Claymore to feel alive, calling it pathetic. Lisa collapses, crying out in anguish. Susanna says maybe the world's stupid and ignorant, but she'd rather be in it than down in the tunnels. 
Georgina only just discourages Lisa from putting a syringe in her arm. Susanna paints Lisa's nails and they make up. Susanna tells Georgina all the stuff in her journal is just thoughts, adding maybe Susanna's the liar. Georgina says maybe not. Susanna's final diagnosis, a recovered borderline. Crazy isn't being broken or swallowing a dark secret. It's you or me amplified. Susanna says they were imperfect, but the Claymore patients were her friends. And by the 70s, most of them were out living lives. Some Susanna's seen, some never again. There isn't a day Susanna's heart doesn't find them. Starring Winona Ryder, Angelina Jolie, Clea Duval, rated 15, directed by James Mangold, released in the UK 1999, runtime 2 hours 7 minutes.